How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. With Jared Sandler beatboxing, we welcome you into another edition of Star Chat. Right here on 1053thefan.com. Jared Sandler, Ari Temkin on Twitter at Jared Sandler. On Twitter at Ari Sports, A-R-I Sports. Jared, we've reached the all-important winner-take-all kind of NFC East Championship game between the 7-7 seven seven Eagles and the 7-7 seven seven Cowboys. How did we get here? Well, I can tell you for the Cowboys, uh, they got here by... A whole lot of consistent inconsistencies. Seven and seven will do that to you. Yeah, but I, I do feel like in general, like you get five hundred teams, and usually, in any sport, you got a team that's five hundred. They go through stretches, like I say, stretches in the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, where uh, they play a lot of games. They go through stretches where they look like they can beat anyone, and then stretches where they look like anyone can beat them. And then the NFL, it might not necessarily be stretches. It might just be a game here, a game there. But, like, both these teams have had those moments. But I'd say that, you know, with the Cowboys, uh, it's been inconsistency from the same guys. I'd say with the Eagles, it's been an inconsistency in having the same guys because of all of their injuries. Not to say the Cowboys haven't had their injuries, but I'd say the Cowboys have gotten off pretty good. Now, We'll see how Dak Shoulder responds on Sunday because, you know, they might might have had a pretty smooth year injury-wise and then their most important player in their most important game is uh, not at 100%. But, uh, you know, the Eagles have really struggled from an injury standpoint. They're, they're taking random guys from Sandlot games and asking them to play receiver. Greg Ward from Tyler, Texas, was cut twice by them. Yeah, and now he's like, <laughs> they, need, he's, he's, they need a big game from Greg Ward. Uh but, you know, at the end of the day, I think they, these two teams, while their paths from A to B have not been the same, they're like a lot of 500 teams. They have had their moments where they look really, really good. Uh, they've had their moments where they look horrendous, and they both have losses that they're going to kick themselves over. For the Eagles, it's the Dolphins. For the Cowboys, it's the Jets. Uh, and not to say those are the only ones, but I think those are the ones that really stand out. You know, it, it's unfortunate that this is such an important game for the Cowboys because they had so many opportunities for that to not be the case. Uh, but at the same time, the Eagles could be making the same argument. So my guess, Ari, is that and we look at this from a Dallas lens. Uh, the Ari and Jared of Philadelphia going to look at it from an Eagles lens. <laughs> and I'm sure that the messages are going to be very skewed. But the reality is, if you take a step back, these two teams can say a lot of similar things, or these two teams, Fan bases can say a lot of similar things about their teams. You mentioned the the quarterback situation um, with Dak Prescott. You know the 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 sprain to his AC joint and his throwing shoulder. He's kind of like this week in the locker room. He was really playing it down, like you know, like oh please, the AC sprain in college it was like a cold for me. Like it was like a weekly thing. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I mean, Cooper Rush said the same thing in terms of his you know having suffering the same injury. I mean, it's it's a common injury for a quarterback that's athletic and runs. And I mean in the 
the way he injured it, he got tackled on it, which happens when a quarterback that runs. So, you know, it's kind of the price of the style that he plays with, but he hasn't missed a game in his career. He's been the better quarterback this season in the NFL than Carson Wentz, as these two have always oh, yeah. been linked. Wentz is, is having a down year, but he's still, I mean, he's not horrible. He's still, you know, he's capable of having big games. And, and I mean, you mentioned the injuries. They have, you know, just not for years with Carson Wentz, not been able to get much of their running game. They they have nothing at receiver and playmaker. Greg Ward is actually having a good year, and he's he might be a good playmaker for them, but... I mean, that's, he's their go-to guy at this point that shows you what he's dealing with relative to Dak, who, I mean, he's got Jarwin and Pollard. We just saw them emerge last week. Plus, we had Cooper and Gallup. I mean, they're legitimate weapons for the Cowboys. So, I, Jared, you're right. I mean, th- this has been such a disappointing season. We talk about talent with the Cowboys. Like, just just compare the playmakers and running back situation for the Eagles relative to the Cowboys. It's kind of crazy that that these two teams are in the situations they're in, given that they've they have had. I mean, Zach Ertz has has you know has has been it in terms that they've got nothing out of their wide receivers on the outside. You know, and 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 I tell you this too. Uh, I, you brought up Wentz, and you're right; they, they haven't. Uh, and it's kind of ironic because the Cowboys are coming off a game where they did something that I don't think we would have expected them to do, and that's win with no production from their receivers yeah. on the outside, right? Uh, so I would take Dak over once, and I don't hesitate in saying that or believing that. One of my knocks on Wentz, and this is not a uncommon knock, is that he too often tries to be a stud. You know, he, he tries to make the hero play. He plays hero ball out there. Whereas I think Dak does a great job of picking his spots. and Well, especially this year. I mean, Dak sure. has been so good on a yards per play basis. I mean, he's more than two yards better on a yards per play basis than, than Carson Wentz this year, which is incredible. I mean, he's, you know, I mean, he, you're right. He's, that's been the better attribute of Dak and Carson Wentz has probably relied on it too much and has not been successful at it. Yeah. And I think that Dak has separated himself because of that. I wonder though, I think a lot of times the narrative, when you compare guys like that, it's that, the guy that you're not going to take maybe has higher upside than the guy you do take. And I think Wentz has shown the ability to make certain plays that would lead you to believe that. Like, there are times he throws a deep ball, and it's pretty. I mean, it's as pretty as any deep ball in the NFL. But I don't know if – I'm starting to wonder whether, like, six weeks ago I would have said, I take Dak over Wentz, but I think Wentz has the higher upside still. That Wentz's ceiling is higher than Dak's ceiling, and there's nothing wrong with that because I don't know that Wentz ever reaches his ceiling. I think that Dak is more likely to reach his ceiling than Wentz. But I'm starting to wonder whether Wentz is like, I'll, I'll use Dennis Smith Jr. as an example. I think Mavs fans at first thought Dennis Smith Jr. was going to be a part of this next generation because he'd appear on SportsCenter's top 10 because he'd have a sweet dunk. Like, you know, he's super athletic. But, yeah, at but the end Wentz of the... was once in the MVP picture. Oh, I, I, I mean, he no, was, and I, he was in 2017 before he, he blew his knee. Basically, he I was get an that. MVP. Absolutely, was never there. No doubt about that. But expectations can change quickly. I think expectation. Yeah, and 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 I also think for him, uh, I think the expectations, like when you know, it's funny because the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but Wentz wasn't a part of that, right? And and right, and not to say he didn't play a role in getting them in a position to be in that 
you right. know, in that path. If Foles had to win all those games that year, they probably don't. But he let, didn't have to. So you're right. Let but, me. Yes. Yeah, but so, he didn't get them there. So let me ask you this: He has he has not played in a game past week 14 since his rookie year when they were seven and nine. So this is right. I, I guess I'm just not sure what to make of Wentz, and and it's funny because and I, I'm sort of just going. Uh, I'm rambling here to kind of uh, I don't know workshopping stuff, but like if I'm an Eagles fan. I don't know that I can just give up on Carson Wentz. Well, you don't really have a choice because they just signed him to a deal that's going to guarantee him $100 oh, million. all sorts of money. Over the next four years? But I don't know that I'm in on Carson Wentz either. Like, I think it's where – there are going to be Cowboys fans who aren't in on Dak, and, and that you're just always going to have But it's where that. Cowboys fans on Dak were last year? Yes, yeah. that, and that's what I'm getting that's at. That's a great point. I don't, know, I don't know what to make of Wentz, but I do know what to make of Dak, and I don't care if Dak's got a shoulder that's in another planet – I I, I, as long I care as, about that. As long as as long as that shoulder is able to throw football, I, I just kind of believe in that guy, and I don't necessarily believe in Wentz. Yeah, well, and and I, that's where I go back to this season as an indication of that, right? I mean, this was a very important season for Dak, and he's having a terrific year, but he has like so during the Rams game, Troy Aikman mentions during the broadcast that he's been playing with a hairline fracture in his in his finger. So it's like, well, he's played really poorly the last three weeks and these three losses against three good defenses. And then in in this game against the Rams, where the, all the expectations were they were going to lose again. I mean, what? I mean, we joked last week in this podcast about what shot did the Cowboys have to beat the Rams, and they go out and destroy them, demolish them. And they did basically by Kellen Moore installing a really smart game plan that, that all of a sudden we, we saw what is capable with this quarterback and this, these these weapons and this, you know, and this this coaching staff. I mean, right, like we, we can attribute what we saw against the Rams to Kellen Moore because we've never really seen something like that with Jason Garrett. So I, it's like the idea of, well, we give successes to Kellen Moore and failures to Jason Garrett. It's like, well, yeah, because we saw something offensively that we don't see from the guy that's been here for 10 years. Right. So who else is it then? Yeah, because we and we also know enough about Jason to know that he's not – on a dime, changing his stripes. He kind of is who he is. <laughs> right. What we saw last week against the Rams offensively, it was like, oh, yeah. That's this team that we thought could win a Super Bowl at one point yeah. this season. Yeah. Even though they're 7-7. Seven and seven. And but, it's that's like, what, but that's what five, and that's what I was saying at the beginning. That's what 500 teams do. They have games like that. They have, you know, the 3-0 and starts where they just look like they're going to score 30-plus a game. They, they but this have, team is not about to go win a Super Bowl, right? Well, no. But, that, but that, and that's the thing is that they – no, you're, they're not. Uh, but why? Why? I think it's the fact that they are seven and seven. It's the inconsistency. If I were to look at one, Jason unit, Garrett though, is still their coach. I, yeah, I think that Jason Garrett. I, I don't know that. We. I think we talked about this maybe a couple weeks ago. I don't think this is not to diminish the importance of coaching in other sports, because I do. I do think coaches can have an impact in other sports. But there's no not a question. sport. But I think you can win an NBA title with a bad coach. Oh, I agree. Yes, I think we've seen it. I, I, the I, Ned Yost, of that in the playoffs. Yeah. You can't win a Super Bowl. I mean, when was the last time you, a team baseball won a Super Bowl might a bad be, coach? I mean, I, I'm curious for your thoughts, but I think baseball might be like you could, the bad managers win more in baseball than any other sport. I think we've seen it a couple times in the last five years. Ned Yost with the Royals, and I wouldn't regard really Dave Martinez as a great few manager. really good, great managers. But a lot of managers have won champ, cha- I mean, championships. It, in the NFL, I feel like only great coaches would. Yeah. I mean, maybe uh, there's, there's just – there's just fewer Belichick. I mean, let's go through the Belichick. I mean, Peyton's won one. I think we we hold him in high regard. Right. 
Uh, Carroll, who, you know, listen, he made a big mistake on a big stage, but I think if you look at that team's success oh, yeah. over different iterations of John the roster. John Harbaugh, same thing. Gosh, John Harbaugh's a heck of a coach. I mean, Mike has he Tomlin? not shown that? Mike Tomlin, I, I mean, you can make a case if, if they were would have made the playoffs, like coach of the year. I mean, like Duck Jason Garrett. <laughs> That's and that's where you know and, and maybe you say Mike McCarthy wasn't uh, right, but and you Doug know Peterson. I think the jury's still out on him. Yeah, but I, I would say with Mike McCarthy that maybe the game just. I think at the time Mike McCarthy was a great coach, but I think Mike McCarthy had the same problem in Green Bay that Jason Garrett has now. Yeah, is that the game has evolved and he hasn't yeah. evolved with the game. Yes. But at the time, I yes. think Mike McCarthy was a great coach. Yeah, I. Especially early on with Aaron Rodgers. I think yeah. that would just mix so well with the style that Mike McCarthy, I agree completely. Now, it also does help to have an outstanding quarterback. But and the quarterback in the system mat, you know, meshed right away. And Rodgers, it was just a smart organizational move. He's sad. He learned how to breed defenses. It was just a really smart transition for them, for yeah. a smart franchise that I hate and despise. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. That is what it is. So, who's going to win? Well, that's a great question, Ari. Uh, can I can I ask you though? I you know I mentioned the receiver thing. <laughs> yes, I, I do think there's some significance that to that because the, what the Cowboys have versus what the Eagles no, have. No, winning without getting production from the receivers. Now, I'm not going to sit here what and they say did that, last week. Yes, I'm not going what, what they combined like Cooper, Gallup, and Cobb combined it for like nothing for nothing. Yeah, basically with no with no targets. Yes. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that. Cooper had no effect because I think, you know, you got to allocate your best defensive weapon somewhere and it's, you know, he's going to get the attention. But by the way, Cooper doesn't buy that at all. Yeah. Well, company line, all right? It, it doesn't seem that way, but go ahead. Sorry. You, you, know, you think he, well, he, you're in there every day. I mean, do you, okay. What? I'm curious. So, no, I mean, he like, he, he's just like, and he's pretty genuine. Just, is it like being like humility? Is that what it no. is? No, it's completely like a no. I mean, you know, like I, I no, I, I feel like. I mean, he talks about kind of game plan. I, I look, I, I don't think there's any question that Dak Prescott was hurt and playing hurt through that game. Sure. And Amari said as much as well this week. Like he could tell based on a throw that he made or a, a, a read that he didn't make, a throw that he didn't make, that he would normally make, that something was was wrong. So I think yeah. that he thinks that plays a factor too, right? Where you have you're running the ball effectively. Like it was as almost as if the game plan that they had going in <laughs> worked out even more so because their quarterback got hurt at the beginning of it. Interesting. Okay. So, so it was yeah. like, because because I think they had this the right approach running the ball where they're going to mix it up. I mean, they, you know, they just they just did a they were multiple. They mm -hmm. had a lot of pre snap motion. They ran different personnel packages. They were they were just being very smart with the way that they positioned the offense in that game and ran the football. So their approach was to run the ball and then get. Their passing game underneath involved, and it just works so much better, you know, when you don't have to get. So I, I think Amari attributes what happened last week as this was kind of the game plan going in, and it worked out because maybe we would have gotten the wide receivers more off the game plan, but he was hurt and couldn't really throw with that shoulder. So, and and that all that all makes sense. I I get that. I guess my point is before the Cowboys got Amari. Their offense sucked. Yeah. Let's just say what it was. Oh, it was bad. Then they got Amari, and all of a sudden they were capable. Yes, with a bad offense. This year, Amari gets hurt, misses a game. Yeah. Amari out. What? What is this offense? I mean, was it the Jets game, right, where they just couldn't – was Amari tried to play, and they got I, – I, you know, I'm getting them all right. mixed up. But like, yeah, no, that's right. I, I just think to be able to, to not just win a game, but win a game with a big offensive – 
performance without production from those guys, not just Amari, but Gallup as well. I wonder if there's a confidence there that helps them moving forward. I don't know. Right. I just it, right. no. I mean, because because we're talking about is being able to adjust within the game. Yeah, yeah. You're you're talking about the ability to adjust within the game. Yep. So and that's, I mean, if if your point is that to 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 win a championship, you have to be able to do that throughout the course of the playoffs, adjust within the game. And again, I mean, who knows? Maybe they did adjust within the game in the, against the Rams. Yeah. But I mean, are, do we think that they're capable of doing? I mean, could they be capable of transitioning to what they did in the Rams game in terms of being so multiple and how they were running the football? Yeah. We... <laughs> I, I'd like. So, who do you think wins this game? Okay, well, I'll answer it. But I, do you have any like? Do you have a strong feeling about who wins this game? Or no? Okay. I mean, the Cowboys because they've just won how many straight again? I think they've won four straight or three straight, something like that. And they know. they've been great against the division. And to Jason Garrett's credit, he does seem to do well schematically within the division against teams with whom there is a degree of familiarity, he seems to do well. His coaching staffs of you know of, of recent years seem to do well. Uh, I think the Cowboys win, Ari, but I don't say that with the type of confidence I should <laughs> say that with against a team that has looked as garbage at times as the Eagles have. The Eagles just barely beat the Redskins. Yet, and the Cowboys just kicked the Rams' ass, and the Rams needed that game. Yep, and they'd won five of seven. We're only giving up fifteen points a game. We're playing well. I I think the Cowboys win, and I think they win. I, if I had to put a score to it, I'd say twenty-seven, twenty-three. But there is, I I don't know that there's a single thing that could surprise me. If if we were to like analyze games week to week. I think, you know, you could say, all right, well, I could see the Cowboys winning a close one or the Patriots blowing them out or somewhere in between. But, like, I don't see the Cowboys blowing the Patriots out. Like, you can rule that out. That's not going to happen. They were never going to go to Foxborough and blow out the Patriots, right? And and that's an example. But a lot of weeks you can rule out one one scenario. I could see the Cowboys absolutely kicking their ass. I could see the Cowboys getting their ass kicked and anything in between. I, I just I could see the Cowboys playing well and losing. I could see the Cowboys showing up and laying an egg. I could see the Eagles looking like a team that could barely beat the Redskins. I can also see the Eagles having a great game. The one thing that I wonder about, Ari, is that the Eagles have been very bad at giving up or preventing giving up the big play. And the Cowboys have been very good at creating and executing the big play, whether it's a deep pass or just yards after the catch, they've been great in that regard. I wonder how much Dak's shoulder right. impacts their ability to do that. And my confidence that it shouldn't is that a lot of their big plays are throwing to guys in space like Cobb uh, or Cooper and letting them make plays after they get the ball yeah. as opposed to throwing it 30 yards downfield. Yeah, and I mean, you know, this kind of goes back to the um, – you know the the fact that Wentz doesn't really have his weapons, and yet even with a shoulder injury to a Dak Prescott, like you still have Zeke Elliott, who's playing as good a football as he's played all year right now. Yeah. Uh, Tony Pollard, who's coming off his second hundred yard game, and I mean Blake Jarwin's played well. 
I mean, even Cooper's had injuries, but he's, I mean, like, they just have, like, this is the one situation where you have to be able to take advantage of the fact that you have so many guys healthy, especially in terms of your offense, that you're, you can manage your quarterback having, having a, a, a bad shoulder. Whereas if Dak Prescott had what he had right now with the finger and the shoulder with the Eagles, I mean, you know, without with a rookie and Miles Sanders who's okay at running back and Greg Ward, I mean that like that would just be so much more difficult to win in that situation. And that's not that's not to take anything away from what Dak's done this season. I'm just saying, like that's you know, it's funny how winning the division this year, I I think would be kind of a disappointment given it would be at 500 or at nine and seven, right? Wouldn't it be for the Cowboys? Just winning the division and. Oh, 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 you're saying if they win the division at 9 and... Yeah, I, I, yes, absolutely. It's a disappointing season. Yeah, yeah. This is not a team that has struggled for the last three years. What about years. the Eagles? If they win the division, is their season a disappointment? So, I think that's loaded because they've won a Super Bowl recently. And they didn't win it last year, so it's not like they're the defending champions with the expectations of a defending champion. But I think there is a weight that they do not possess that the Cowboys do because the Eagles have won it with not all of these guys, but they've won it with this head coach and maybe technically with the quarterback, not really with the quarterback, but whatever. He was around uh, and and played a big part in that team uh, or on that team. You're giving that that loser Wentz way too much credit, but go ahead. Well, listen, I'm not a big Carson Wentz guy, but I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to look at this, like, with a take a step back. I'm just kidding. He's, he's, He's a pretty good quarterback, objectively. So is it a successful season, I think, with their injuries? And the fact that they're also, you know why it's also, I think, would be successful? Because they would, they would be coming from behind to win the division. They were not in the driver's seat all year long. They were not the team that most people favored to win the division. Uh, they, they have a bad defense, worse than the Cowboys. Their corners are terrible. Yeah. There's Everybody's been, underperformed. I mean, even Fletcher Cox hasn't had a good year. Really. They've had more turmoil than the Cowboys, which you can't say often. Not often does any team have more turmoil well, than a year. Everybody hates their quarterback. Yep. So <laughs> what is it? A, a everybody a, does not hate Dak Prescott, right? Correct. They all love him. It was it a raging success? No, but I think it's it, it's a it's more so received favorably there than it would be here. If, if they go nine and seven, win the division, and one and done, because that that's. You know that's kind of the way we're having this conversation, right? Because if the Cowboys go nine and seven, win the division, and make the NFC Championship game, then I think it's different than if they go nine and seven, win the division, and lose to the Niners in you know the divisional round, all, the wild card round. All year, the off season, it was like this team could be pretty good if Jason Garrett doesn't get in the way. You think he got uh, to what degree? Uh, no way of ever knowing this. Right. Who who would you like to be this team's like who who do you think next year would be like the best option as, as head coach? Honestly? Yeah. Clay Helton. Okay. No. Okay. That's not true. I did it. I got Clay Helton to another episode of Star Trek. That's unfortunate. I hope he gets fired today. Lincoln Riley. Okay, so now let me ask you this. <laughs> what would the Cowboys <laughs> record be with Lincoln Riley? Like I I I'm not saying it wouldn't be better. I'm asking to what degree do you think it would be better? Sixteen and out. 
Okay. I don't know. I mean, no, but that's, I, I'm, I'm curious to what degree, like it's, I guess my point is this, and, and I don't know the answer because neither you nor I believe in Garrett. I mean, with coach. the weapons they have, they, they would win a lot. They, they probably would win a lot more games. You think, do you think with Lincoln, they could maybe have a 13 tin can and defensive coordinator and probably get the type of defensive effort they've gotten. Right. See, and that's to me been the biggest, like as much as people want to knock Garrett for the offense, to me, it's it's the defense that's been so much more disappointing, and it's the defense that's why I don't think they're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. I still think they can score on just about – like, I don't know if they're going to necessarily – like, if they play the Niners, I'd be curious to see. But I do think that they have an offense that I believe is capable of putting up points on the 49ers. This is a week that – I mean, if <laughs> – the Jason Garrett thing, the reason I say that is because, again, I, I think the way that this Cowboys team played last week schematically in terms of, like, a game plan for a team that worked and worked well, mm-hmm. like, that's that's what this week could go a long way in saying for me. And, again, this goes back to, like, all off season, all during the season, it was like, oh, how much will Kellen Moore be allowed to sort of orchestrate this offense because we've heard so many positive things, and we've seen it. We've mm-hmm. seen positive things from him, and we think that times when it hasn't looked so positive, it's partly on Garrett's fault. Maybe that's the fault of us. But if we see what we saw last week, which is the ability to game plan specifically for an opponent and then execute that game plan, if we see that on a weekly basis and it looks different than, than us against the Eagles here, then that gives me optimism that this team can win in the playoffs. Yeah, but it's interesting been, it's been, emphasis on optimism. You're like, optimism. <laughs> it's just Sorry. the right emphasis to put on the right yeah. slobble. So... If so this they, game's important in terms of their approach offensively because so, we, can, we know what it looks like if it's not what we've seen. If they double down on last week and put up a, a big offensive effort, that would that's enough to change your tune on what your expectations are. Schematically what is, speaking. Okay. If the approach schematically looks like it did against the Rams, then we're then this team's in good shape. If it defaults to what it's been for the last decade, then I've seen how this movie ends. All right, you've been around the team. Uh, you're around them regularly, so you can calibrate. To what degree is their concern about Dak, do you think, in that locker room? Zero, but that's one of those, what you were saying earlier about Cooper. Like, that's hard to gauge. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, shoulder sprain? No, please not. It's fine. It's good to go. But Dak's a tough dude. Yeah. I mean, you can, listen, he's at the end of the 65 day. 65 career of 65 games. I guess the three in the playoffs. At the end of the day, you just throw like a little needle in there, cortisone, and you know you can get through. See that what game, happens, right? Like, see what this tough mf'er does. Yeah, he is. I mean, a locker like, room that loves him, a tough guy, with a, a really smart offensive coordinator and weapons up the wazoo. Do you think in a game like this? I mean, listen, we we can spin whatever narratives we want if the. Uh, you know, if the Cowboys win, you know, there's going to be a lot of narratives that are just kind of stock narrative spun. And if they lose this and that, I wonder in a game like this, which it could go either way, how much the belief in the quarterback makes a difference. Mm. What's your score prediction? What did I say? 27-23. What's yours? Cowboys? Yeah, Cowboys. So they would be winning a game for the first time this season by scoring less than 30 points is what you're saying? You uh, you want me to give you another prediction? Um, <laughs> twenty-seven, twenty-three. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you think? You're, you're gonna go forty-seven, thirty-two. You look like a forty-seven, thirty-two. No, guy. I'm gonna go twenty-four to nineteen. 
You gonna say? Wait, are you gonna predict that the Cowboys <laughs> win a game for the first time this year, scoring fewer than twenty points? Thirty points. Fewer than fifty points. Twenty-four <laughs> nineteen Cowboys. Okay, because uh, why, why not? What do you? See? Yeah, what? What can I get? Like why twenty-four nineteen? Not like exactly, but because like it, I'm just looking at numbers and and I'm dividing by three or seven. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because numbers. I mean, because who cares? It's just a stupid guess anyways, and it's probably going to be low-scoring, I would imagine, because these two teams play close, low-scoring games. So if the Cowboys lose, they're not eliminated. Correct. They could still beat the uh, Redskins, and then they'd have to have the three or two or one-win Giants, whatever they have. Do you think there's any chance that if the Cowboys lose, they make the playoffs? No, because they're going to fire Jason Garrett if they lose. Okay, oh, interesting. Can we quickly just spend 60 seconds on that? You think that happens if they lose? No. No. Oh, okay. I think they're going to give them the final game. Do you? I mean, because they would effectively have lost the division, and that was the whole deal. If they, if they, if they backed their way in with the division championship at you know eight and eight, having lost to the Eagles, that would be just a disaster. I always think that this is like a little weird to say, like, well, if they lose badly, then this is going to happen. But if they lose well, because I don't, do you ever lose well? You know, if you're <laughs> Graciously, you shake hands at the end. But if there's a uh, Tony Romo, if this is the worst thing that ever happens to me type of score game, then I think that this might be Garrett's last game. I'm trying to look up what what the score was that uh, you predicted. I forgot to fill out the the sheet. Sorry, Jeff. Well, for the uh, yeah, I don't remember what I predicted, but I always I always I, do different. I've know? now I'm just gonna mix it up. I'm just gonna on the pregame show. I'm gonna go with a different score. Pregame show with Brian Broaddus and myself. Yeah, what do you guys have coming up? We've got that 12:30 on Sunday. Cowboys and uh, they're playing the Eagles. Is that correct? 3:30 start. Brad Sham, Christy Scales, and Babe Laufenberg. And then the postgame show to follow, which should be fun. Or you want to gouge your eyes out with nails? Are you? Sure. That's after. Do you, are you going to bring your A game on Sunday? <laughs> I guess you'll have to listen to find out All on right. 105.3 The Fan and 105.3 The Fan dot com and the Radio dot com app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 